Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, I am Cody Wagner. We're just going to jump straight into it. Tesla Model Y could spark all-electric crossover revolution. To be fair, the rendering is just a Mercedes GLC with Tesla Model 3 nose on it, and slightly lifted. BMW M3 E30 with 120,000 miles restored, and it's a steal. Apparently, in terms of price. Volkswagen Golf GTI Club Sport S flat out at the Nürburgring. Mazda Details 2016 CX-9's class-exclusive LED lighting. Even though the Dodge Durango has a racetrack taillight. I guess it kind of balances itself out. London Taxi Company secures $400 million for Fev TX-5 black cabs. 2017 Subaru BRZ vs. 2017 Toyota A6. Which one do you like more and why? To be honest, I prefer the looks of the Subaru. Ford increases 2017 Fusion Energy Fev's range to 610 miles, or 981 kilometers. Ford GT Parity application makes fun of the process. Even though, to be honest, it's actually a really good idea. Stops Yahoo's from buying cars that they can't control. Holding Commodore to go out with a Corvette ZR1 V8 bang. US spec Buick Verano officially dead this fall. That tunes up Mercedes-Benz's sitting. It's a van. That's all you really need to know. 69,000 is all it takes to own a street-legal NASCAR car. Honda developed Autonomous Clarity FCV for G7 Summit. That might be a sort of like Pikes Peak Hill Climb type thing. Airbus's Light Rider is the first 3D printed motorcycle. It actually looks really beautiful. It looks nice. And I'm not a biker person. It looks hollow on the outside, and it is because there's holes everywhere, but it makes it look like an exoskeleton sort of thing. Actually makes it look somewhat human, in a sense. Maserati Levante SUV makes UK debut. Starts from 54,335 pounds, which in the US is about 70 grand. To rush up with love, new Volkswagen Polo GT sedan apparently has been unveiled. Don't be fooled by its moniker as Volkswagen's new Russian market Polo GT, is more of an accessorized Polo sedan, with some extra horses than a Polo GTI with a trunk. BMW celebrates 30th anniversary with limited edition 444 horsepower M330 years M3. 2017 Subaru Legacy and Outback get minor price bump. The Japanese don't want fully autonomous vehicles testing on their roads, and frankly neither would I. New Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 seen pounding on the Nürburgring. Maserati recalls Gibble, Quattroporte for rear suspension failure. F1 2016 racing game gets improved career mode, safety cards, and Baku track. Or Baku. However, whoever knows how to properly pronounce that, please comment at the bottom of this podcast. Aston Martin invites you to build your very own GT8 Vantage, which is like a Porsche 911 GT3 RS for those who don't know. Airbag vest does its job during motorcycle crash. New Subaru Levorg STI Sport Wagon is kind of a bummer. And I can see what they mean. Say at Atika first edition price from £21,995 in the UK. Or for you Americans, or us Americans, that's like 25, 27 grand. Near enough. I say Peugeot, but everyone else, I guess in America says Peugeot, but I'm just gonna say the way I've heard it. So Peugeot pays tribute to racing heritage with L500R hybrid concept. FCA expands tactical recall with 4.3 million vehicles. Thank you, Takata, or Takata. Oh, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. It's Takata. 
The Takata Recall. God, I'm even saying it wrong now. <laughs> Renault reveals crazy special 275 horsepower Clio RS16 concept. Looks beastly, too. Super of America has announced a series of upgrades for the 2017 Legacy and Outback, which will arrive in showrooms from July. And or this July. Price of $22,815, including destination and delivery charges, of course. The entry-level 2017 Subaru Legacy 2.5i is now $275 more expensive over the previous entry-level version. But opt for the premium, guys, and you'll have to pay $24,815. The sport trim is new to the lineup and features dark gray grille, fog lights with gloss black housing, chrome accent rocker trim, and 18-inch sport-styled wheels. Joined by the two-tone interior with piano pipe. No, I was right the first time. Piano black and carbon fiber trim. It's gonna be fake carbon fiber. Man, if you guys didn't know, I love carbon fiber as a material. I just think carbon fiber is just—it's just wonderful as a material. It's light. It's strong. And that's about it. But my favorite version of carbon fiber is carbotanium. What what carbotanium is, it's a material made by Pagani, the people who make the Zonda and the Wire or Wire or however you want to pronounce it. And it's basically carbon fiber with and it's lined with titanium to make it to make it a bit stronger than you know what carbon fiber normally is. And the advantage of carbotanium is that in a crash it doesn't shatter. Yeah, I'm a bit of a geek. Thank you, Plane. This version is available with eyesight, blind spot detection, high beam assist, and reverse automatic braking. Prices for the 2.5i Sport start at $26,815 and is topped by the 2000, no, $29,662.5i Limited and $32,460 3.6R Limited. Subaru's 2017 Outback starts from $26,520, destination and delivery included, obviously meaning a 730 premium over the previous cheapest model. New for 2017 model year is the flagship Touring variant. Debuting with a dark gray grille insert, 18-inch wheels, low-profile silver-finished roof rails, lower cladding, and a new brilliant brown-pearl color choice. Adding to the exterior options, inside all Touring versions feature a Jabber Java brown leather with ivory stitching. And also, that doesn't mean you're going to have to up upgrade your interior every five months or sorry no every two weeks wood grain finish and piano black switch panels the touring is available with both the 2.5 liter four cylinder and the 3.6 liter v6 now is that for a load of information in about we'll say like three minutes now more information on that maserati recall maserati north america is conducting another safety campaign that covers certain 2014 to 2016 model year gibble and quattroporte sedans Prompted by reports of excessive noise, the investigation uncovered that the bolt attaching the tie rod to the hub carrier in the rear suspension may not have been properly tightened during assembly, and could allow the tie rod to separate from the, from the hub carrier, resulting in a loss of control and increasing the risk of a crash. The Triton brand is not aware of any accidents or injuries related to this potential issue that covers 26,464 units of the Gibble and Quattroporte. Manufacturer, pay attention to this. Between February 2013 and September 18, 2015, and delivered to customers in the United States. With the recall to commence on July 1st, owners of the affected vehicles should expect a letter from Maserati informing them of the condition. An appointment with the local dealer will be scheduled during which the left and right rear tie rod to hub carriage 
assembly, attaching bolts will be verified if they are properly tightened. If necessary, the assembly will be replaced free of charge. Maserati's latest safety campaign, safety, sorry, campaign follows the one from mid-March when more than 28,000 units of the Gibbon Quattroporte from 2014 and 2016 model years were called back due to unintended acceleration hazard. And last October, the Italian brand recalled almost 1,000 Quattroporte GTS V8s for possible fire risk. And now I'm going to speak more, well, either speak more or just read more about the Subaru Lavorg STI. Essentially what it is, it's a Subaru Impreza WRX STI with the wagon body on it. There's not much more to speak about regarding that. Now more news on the Takata airbag recall from FCA, of course. More than 4 million vehicles equipped with the defective Takata airbag inflators have been subjected to a voluntary recall by Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, also known as FCA. These are the latest addition to the recall campaign following a defect filing by Takata which advised the NHTSA that the front passenger airbag inflators use ammonium nitrate as a propellant and are not benefiting of a chemical dyeing agent. In case of an accident, the inflators can send fragments through the cabin due to the prolonged exposure to high humidity and temperatures, increasing the risk of injury and even death. 13 people have lost their lives due to this issue and more than 100 have been injured worldwide. But FCA is unaware of any injuries or accidents involving their vehicle. Out of the estimated 4.3 million vehicles recalled, there are approximately 1 million units that would have been called back and called back in at a later date. Under NHTSA's coordinate remedy order, moreover, an additional 933,000 vehicles are affected in Canada, Mexico, and outside the NAFTA region. Owners will be advised when they may schedule service, but models currently or previously registered in high absolute humidity states will be targeted first. Most of vehicles include 2017-2009 Chrysler Aspen SUVs, 2005-2012 Chrysler 300 sedans, 2008-2012 Dodge Challenger Coupes, 2006-2012 Dodge Charger sedans, 2005-2011 Dodge Dakota pickups, 2004-2009 Dodge Durango SUVs, 2005-2008 Dodge Magnum station wagons, 2004-2008 Dodge Ram 1500 pickups, 2005 to 2009 Dodge Ram 2500 pickups, 2006 to 2009 Dodge Ram 3500 pickups, 2007 to 2010 Dodge Ram slash Ram 3500 Ram, or sorry, cab chassis, 2008 to 2010 Dodge Ram slash Ram 4500 slash 5500 cab chassis, 2007 to 2012 Jeep Wrangler SUVs, 2006 to 2009 Mitsubishi Raider pickups, 2008 to 2009 Sterling slash Bullet 4500 and 5500 cab chassis. The areas include Alabama, California, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, Texas, Puerto Rico, American Samoa, Guam, Northern Marina Islands, Japan, and U.S. Virgin Islands. That is the entirety of that article. And anyway, we will be back after this quick little break. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to 
www.howireallyfeelcards.com and get your cards today. Hello and welcome back after the break. Now, 2017 Nissan GTR Nismo makes official debut. And it kind of looks the same as the old one, except it's slightly more aggressive. Refreshed Volkswagen Beetle range ready for 2017 model year. Bentley says Bentayga or Bentayga or gosh, Bentley fixed the name. They say that the Bentayga is the best SUV in the world. Tesla Model X thinks otherwise. And that could be true and that may not be. Though I haven't really watched the video. <laughs> New 7 Series Solitaire and Masterclass Editions show BMW's attention to detail. Con targeting US expansion with Jeep Wrangler slash EV model could follow. It's a plane, it's a train, it's Superman! Not quite. It's Bentley's new GT Speed, with what looks to be a Superman body kit on it. Alfa Romeo reportedly plotting 4C replacement for 2020. Could be named the Brera. That wouldn't be the first time we've seen that name. Clive Sutton launches CS350 slash CS500 and CS700 Mustang tuning programs. Audi puts wind in Olympic athletes' sails. Dashcam captures rookie driver stalling, stalling car 13 times. Ugh. I'd hate to be him. IIH just awards new BMW X1 with a top safety pick plus. Tesla Model S's autopilot fails to break car head stopping van. New Volkswagen V90 marketing campaign to feature footballer Zlatan Ibraya Ibraya Mob. I'm so sorry, man. His last name is I B R A H I M O V I C. That's how it's spelled. 2017 Land Rover Discovery interior uncovered. They're not impressed. Who are not impressed, you may ask? The people who wrote the article. Muggins' new Honda S660RA is a nice little treat you can only have in Japan. Kind of a shame, really, but makes sense. Facelift of Volkswagen Up goes on sale in Europe. Son of Luke Oil VP chased by cops in Moscow while broadcasting on Periscope. Rent a Shelby GTH this Memorial Day weekend. New Megane Estate priced from 19,900 euros in France. I have no idea how much that is in dollars. That's that's one out of quite a few currencies, actually. I don't know what the translation is in dollars. This is likely the facelift of 2017 Opel slash Vauxhall Saveria Tour. And when I first saw it, I thought it was ugly, but now it's actually not too bad. Subaru brings multiple upgrades to 2017 BRZ. And also Scion have upgraded the FRS, but I think I already covered that. Sony brought real-life supercars to Gran Turismo Sport launch events. Lexus Infiniti and the accurate designers cater to Chinese market trends. 2017 Nissan GTR to start from £79,995 in the UK. Or in American dollars, that's about, we'll say roughly, that's about 90 grand. 5th gen Volkswagen Polo coming in 2017 will spawn subcompact crossover. And if you don't know what the Polo is, it slots under the Golf. It's like a Ford Fiesta. New Porsche Panamera interior has a much cleaner look. But sadly, it's Photoshop, so it's not real. Bentley's iconic 6.75 liter V8 is nearing the end of the road. Cosworth to build V8 manufacturing plant in suburban Detroit. Toro Rosso wants wants current engine spec. Not, sorry, wants current spec engine in 2017. Tesla Model S driver takes a nap while on autopilot. Adrian Van Hoydonk offers some new details on Rolls Royce's SUV. And essentially what it says is it's not going to be a monster truck, so yeah. 1973 Lancia Fulvia Series 2 is stunningly beautiful. And it is. I can see the picture. Canadian sports car owners who are alleged being denied restaurant table over race raise quite a loud revving show. 
And essentially, there's two sides to the story. The title is what the sports car owners say happened, and the actual restaurant people say it was a misunderstanding from one of the bar, or not bartenders, but from one of the workers there. Ford recalls 270,000 F-150s over faulty brakes alleged to be connected to nine accidents. Tyrese Gibson shares footage from Fast 8 set in Cuba. Yeah, that's right. If you didn't know, Fast and Furious 8 is actually going to be set in Cuba. Well, sorry, it's not going to be set in Cuba, but there's going to be a bit in Cuba. Toyota aims to become biggest hyper brand in Europe. Lincoln places Chinese trim on five U.S. market 2016 MKX SUVs and issues a recall. That's a bit of a shame. Bentley returning to Nurburgring 24 hours with two Continental GT3s. Reed Bigland named new boss of Alfa Romeo and Maserati. Porsche 997 GT2 RS meets and races 991 GT3 RS PDK. And if, if you have no idea what I just said, a 997 Porsche 911 GT2 RS meets a 991 Porsche 911 GT3 RS. And if you still know what I mean, do you remember what the 2010 911 looked like? Okay, well the code name for that 911, or its chassis, or whatever. Actually, yeah, its chassis code is 997. And from the new one, that's not turbocharged, the naturally aspirated one, the code name for that is 991. There, a little bit of education. And back to news. We drive the new McLaren 570 GT. Does it push all the right buttons? I have no idea I didn't read the article. You know, in fact, I really should. Bentley looking to produce both sand-based convertible in limited numbers. VW finally shows us 2017 Amarok's updated interior. GMC launches Chrome Happy Yukon SLT Premium Edition. Top Gear Poland has Audi S8 Plus by a Porsche Panamera Turbo. And as you can probably tell the video. Nissan Spy testing the 2018 SUV base on Navara NP300 truck. Pickup truck, of course. Sayat confirms new small crossover for 2017. Mercedes AMG GTR on track for Goodwood reveal. New Corvette ZR1 on its way as GM trademarks nameplate. I kind of wish they'd just stop saying that because we've heard, we've heard this news forever and they still haven't said that they're actually going to do a ZR1. So yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. And now more news on that Ford F-150 recall. Ford Motor Company is conducting a safety campaign on more than 270,000 units of the F-150 sold across North America. The Ford F-150 pickup trucks have to get their brake master cylinder replaced, as fluid leaking into the booster could affect front wheel braking, increasing the risk of a crash. Ford is aware of nine accidents and one alleged injury involving the interaction with, with the F-150's brakes. Owners of 2013-2014 F-150s equipped with 3.5-liter GTDI engines made at Dearborn between August 1st, pay attention, August 1st, 2013, and August 22nd, 2014, and at a Kansas assembly plant throughout August 1st, 2013, and August 31st, 2014, will have to take them back to the dealers. The total number of affected F-150 stands at 270,873 models, out of which 225,012 are located in the U.S. and fertilized territories, 43,682 in Canada and 402 in Mexico. Ford's dealers will replace the Brakemaster cylinder free of charge, and additionally, the brake booster will also be replaced if leaks from the Brakemaster cylinder will be found. And also, um, just a little bonus, I, I decided to scroll down and read the comments. 
So someone said, another day, another recall for Ford, and another for Lincoln. I, I tell you, some of these comments are just, they really are pretty funny. And now, more on that Lincoln Chinese trim recall. I'm sorry, but how? It, I think I know why. Is if they make the Chinese market MK, what is it, MKX, you know, alongside the U.S. market MKX, then that kind of makes sense. You know, someone would, you know, take Chinese parts in the bin, not realizing they're the Chinese parts and put them on the American ones. But it's like, you know, you should really market better or, you know, maybe have a separate assembly line or, you know, something to prevent that. Because that just sounds like a really, really newbie. And if you're wondering what noob means, if, let's say you were to get a new guy at the job where they make the MKXs, okay? And he has no idea what the Chinese trim look like compared to the American trim. So he puts the Chinese trim on the American cars, like, as in this recall. So the new, the newbie, without having any experience, puts it on the wrong car. And that's what I mean. Noob is for anyone who's new and not very good at something, generally. It's a gaming term. If the 2016 MKX was a collectible, five examples of the SUV on which Lincoln's employees mistakenly used a trim cover originally intended for Chinese export models, none of their owners would have an incentive to get them fixed. But the MKX isn't a collectible and we're willing to bet that it will never be. So now, it's more of a blunder on Ford's behalf and a hassle for owners of the affected models that are limited to five 2016 Lincoln, M Lincoln MKX vehicles built at Oakville Assembly between, pay attention, September 24th and 25th, 2015, all of which are located in the United States. Ford is issuing a safety compliance recall for five, only five, 2016 Lincoln MKX vehicles to replace the seat back trim cover for left side second row seat and to install a tether cover bezel, said the automaker in a statement. In certain vehicles, the trim cover used for the second row was intended for the China market. As a result, the center tether anchor is covered by the trim cover. Blue Oval added that it's not aware of any accidents or injuries associated with this issue, which it plans to be fixed by replacing the seat back cover for the left side second row seat and mounting a tether cover bezel at no cost to customers. Good. <laughs> Here's one comment. The irony, Chinese products aren't known for the quality, and Ford builds them that way for that market. <laughs> that is a shame. More of Asimov Vanquish the God of Glorious V12 soundtrack. Lexus could kill the CT200H. Replace it with new hybrid crossover. And if some of you don't know what the Lexus CT200H is, it's kind of like a very, very luxurious version of a Dodge Caliber from Lexus. I mean, they're not based off each other in any sense of the word or in any shape or form, but that's what the CT200... Man, that's a weird name. That's what it kind of looks like to me. Like a really luxurious version of a... Like a really Lexus-y version of a Dodge Caliber to me. Citroen C4 Cactus Rip Curl launched in the UK. Starts from 18,480 pounds. Or about 23 grand. Near enough. Also, if you're wondering what the Citroen C4 Cactus is, it's kind of like a Jeep Patriot or Comfort. I mean, much newer, of course, but it's kind of like that. A Tiro Coupe is a concept made by Skoda Apprentices. Kinda looks like a Ford Focus RS. Not the new one, the older one. That wasn't sold in America. And what I mean by that is the Atiro is a coupe, and the rear window slash rear bit of the car reminds me of that focus. Canadian Tesla Model S owners smacked with nearly $6,000 brake repair bill. Six grand. Well, yeah, six grand. Ouch. I will see you 
after the break. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com and get your cards today. And welcome back after the break. Dodge Challenger fails behind Camaro and Mustang in IIHS crash test. Which honestly, that actually doesn't fully surprise me. Because it's actually, no, it's probably based on a 12-year-old platform now. Toyota and Uber make the first step for a full collaboration. Ford gives France 50th anniversary Le Mans, Fiesta ST, Focus ST, Focus RS, and Mustang Special Edition. Ariel's insane 80 grand Nomad is now available to the U.S. market. Which means all you adrenaline junkies can go off-road in dunes and whatnot, fly over Chris, and then drive back home to your Las Vegas hotel. Wow, did I go far. <laughs> the interesting thing about the, uh, the crash test, though, is that in the small overlap test, the Challenger falls behind the Camaro and Mustang. The Camaro in the small overlap test gets good, the Mustang gets acceptable, the Challenger gets moderate. Moderate overlap front test, all of them get good. Side, all of them get good. Roof strength, Dodge Challenger gets acceptable, and so does the Camaro, and the Mustang gets good. Head restraints and seats, Mustang and Camaro get good, whereas the Challenger gets acceptable. Front crash prevention, it's not available in the Camaro. The Ford Mustang gets basic, and the Dodge Challenger also gets basic. So, honestly, that's not the worst that I've seen. UK PM David Cameron buys used 1,495-pound Nissan Micra for the missus. I'm not sure if that's a typo or not. And if you're wondering what PM means, it means Prime Minister. And also, that that price is about three to four grand. Yeah, that's cheap. Mazda says it will build RX Vision if you'll buy it, which is awesome. Watch this BMW M4 defy every law in the streets of Moscow. And I still didn't watch the video because I, I really couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Study finds public not so keen on fully autonomous vehicles. But it's a good thing. Fight the power. And or the lack of. Lack of control. First 2017 Acura NSX rolls off protection line in Ohio. Yep, Ohio. The new the new Acura does, if you ask me, it does still look a bit like an Audi R8, but it does, it does look good nonetheless. Tesla Model 3 expected to reach UK shores in 2018. You can't get closer to a Ferrari 458 performing donuts than this video. Peugeots or Peugeots, new electric scooter promises to make urban commutes easier. New Peugeot or Peugeot, 3,082 gain plug-in hybrid option for 2018. Oopsies! Craig drops McLaren M23 F1 during historic Monaco GP. Oh gosh, someone's gonna get a firing, that's for sure. Volkswagen and US government make substantial progress towards a settlement, even though it's still May and there's technically they still haven't resolved the issue that they need to. Is Peugeot creating a 2008 out of the next Opel Bavaria 2? Maybe. Yes. Totally. Tiff Needle announces the end of Fifth Gear TV show. Even though it's not shown in the US and you can only find it on the interwebs. G Power Typhoon is not all subtle about its 750 PS power output, which is about like 620 horsepower, I believe. Or no, 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 no. it's about 730 horsepower. Volkswagen E Golf to get battery upgrade. More power by the end of 2017. Toyota recalls another 1.5 million cars 
equipped with the Takata airbags. And now, more news on the Takata airbag recall from Toyota. The fact of Takata, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's gonna get me one day. The fact of Takata airbags may have made Toyota expand its safety campaign with 1,584,000 additional vehicles in the United States. Another, well, another half, no, another 1.5 million vehicles added onto that list. My gosh. At this rate, I'm surprised Takata has any money left to try and fix this. Based on recent information from both the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, and Takata, Toyota says that in certain vehicles equipped with a particular type of inflator, the front passenger airbag may explode in case of a collision, sending shrapnel towards the occupants due to inflator propellant degradation occurring after long exposure to high temperature and humidity. The recall expansion involves 2009-2011 Corolla and Matrix, 2006-2011 Yaris, 2010-2011 4Runner, 2011 Sienna, 2008-2011 Scion XB, 2007-2011 Lexus ES, 2010-2011 Lexus GX, and 2006-2011 Lexus IS. Owners of the affected models will be notified via first-class mail by Toyota, Scion, and Lexus. And depending on the model, dealers will replace the airbag inflator or the airbag assembly free of charge. Toyota's safety campaign expansion due to defective Takata airbag inflators comes right after Hawaii became the first U.S. state to sue the Japanese company, which you actually may have heard about in an earlier podcast. How's that for a shameless self-promotion? <laughs> Accusing them of willingly selling defective airbags to automakers and asking maximum civil penalties for paying profits made from selling the airbags restitution for the car buyers, and a campaign to educate drivers. Yeah, we need drivers to be educated. No, seriously, we really do. This Toyota Supra has 520,000 miles or 837 kilometers on original engine. That is what you call a loyal customer. Pickup driver pits himself off a semi, then tries to pass blame. Facelifter Mercedes-Benz S-Class said to come next March with new diesel. Line between Audi TTRS looks much better than expected. Two-packs Hummer H1 sold for more than $330,000, which is insane. Lamborghini Miura. <laughs> Lamborghini Miura turns 50 years older, follows the Italian job route. Boris Steiner presents VCS Aero Program for Cayman GT4. It's their wheel company. Mercedes plans to launch four EVs by 2020, two sedans and two SUVs expected. 2017 Mazda 3 XLA, leaked. Maybe. Meet Charlie Theron's Fast 8 character, Cypher. And if any of you are fans of Gravity Falls, then Cypher might actually mean something to you. Hashtag Bill Cypher died in Gravity Falls. Don't worry, it's just a flying triangle. No kidding, it really is a flying triangle. Pinion Fiorina, working on an electric sports car, says report. Anyway, I've got a question for all of you. What kind of design do you prefer? A linear design or an organic design? And if you have absolutely no idea what you know what I'm talking about, I'll tell you. Look at the Gen 5 Viper and then look at the C7 Corvette. Or how you could even look at the Gen 4 Viper. Look at the Gen 5 Viper and then the C7 Corvette. The C7 is much more linear, more angular design. So do you prefer that kind of design? Or do you prefer a more elegant, more organic, smoother design, like in the Gen 5 Viper? I prefer the elegance and 
more organic slash fluid design of the Viper than the C7 Corvette. And no, that's not just because I don't don't like the Corvette, because I'm sure my mom edits my podcast because I because she probably actually won't be able to tell because it's edited out. I mess up a few times. So my mom edits that out so it makes it more professional, okay? <laughs> so yeah. And she knows that I don't like the Corvette, and she'll, she'll probably be sitting behind saying, oh gosh, you're just saying that because you don't like the Corvette. I'm really not. I prefer a more organic, fluid design that the Gen 5 Viper has than the linear, angular design that the Corvette has. But, yeah, so what do you prefer? I personally prefer the smooth, and as I said, fluid, organic design of the Viper. Leave your comments down below at the in the comment section of this podcast, or tweet at me at Cody Car Conundrum on Twitter, and uh, yeah, see what you think. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I'll see you next time. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.